stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Hi, I'm Peggy. I'm Dave. Happy Saturday. Thank you. To you Have too. You had a nice day? Today was a good day, yeah. Okay. What'd you do? I uh I walked first thing in the morning. It was very humid, but I got a walk in like around six thirty in the morning. And then um I turned on my computer expecting to watch English soccer, which has restarted. Mm -hmm. And discovered when I went to Hulu that the HBO series Watchmen, uh, which was a 2019 series based on sort of a continuation of a really famous uh, graphic novel, um, was now free for everybody just for this weekend. Um, and interestingly, I think they they made it free in part because I got to report my mom. I've got to pick up. I'm sorry. Hang on. Go ahead. Hey, I know I'm, re I'm recording. You're on a podcast now. That's okay. I'll call you back. Bye. Sorry about that. No problem. So, <laughs> but here's the really interesting thing about Watchmen. So it's the, the, the season starts the very first episode, first 10 or 15 minutes portray the Tulsa massacre um, that is, oh. you know, a, a lot of people have learned about just in the last few weeks. Right. And um, it appears that HBO made the decision to release this and, and the whole thing, a lot of it takes place in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so okay. you've got our president going to Tulsa doing a speech and HBO basically said, we're going to release it for free this weekend. Oh, um, wow. Just really interesting choice and timing. But I had heard a lot about the series um, really critically acclaimed. And so I had been blasting through that most of the day. Good. Yeah, I love it. But it's kind of like superhero comic book type stuff, though, pretty dark. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's been the majority of my day. I also went out and um, made a stop at the pool store so we could check our water and make sure everything was okay. Okay, good. And how is your water? Have you done it yet? Far too, far too chlorinated. Um, we need to reduce the salinity. Okay. All right. There you there go. There you go. That's Saturday um, at the McGill's. See, what did I do? So my neighbor passed away earlier this week. Right. So today was um, not the funeral because he's going to be, it's not the interment because that's going to be at, at um, um, oh, my mind just went blank. Arlington oh, at really? another date. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but today was his funeral and I was really up in the air on whether or not to go because I really wanted to go and support Sue. At the same point, I, I'm still very wary about crowds and we have to be super careful with Timmy you know, bringing exposure. So 
Um, I opted to stay home, but I did live stream the funeral. So I was able to watch oh. the services. Um, and it's, it's odd. I have known him for 15 years now. I knew that he went to West Point. I knew that he was a decorated colonel from Vietnam. I knew that he worked his way up and actually retired from working at the Pentagon. I did not know that he was born on a farm in Idaho and that when he was two years old, um, he was relocated by the American government because he was Japanese American. So his whole family was moved to a camp. And I knew about the internment camps, obviously. I, I knew about them. I just never knew that, that he grew up, you know, partially in those formative years in an internment camp. And I just, I found it fascinating that, that Ted then had every, I mean, it, it, he, he would have had every reason to be bitter or to not have the sense of patriotism and love of country because of what happened. But, I mean, he went on to live just a, a stellar, stellar life. Um, it was really, it was amazing to, to learn that about him because I didn't know that. In a really bizarre coincidence, as I was walking today, I was listening to a podcast. Um, it's, uh, there, there's a historical podcast, um, which I'm forgetting the name of right now, um, which I'll look up as we're talking. But th this guy takes him about six to eight months between episodes. You think you and I have trouble thinking of topics. He, go, he can go <laughs> half a year between episodes, but then his episode will be three to four hours long. And he just okay. goes through historically and uh, hardcore history is what it's called. And uh, it, the one today is about, it's the fourth part in the series about um, Japanese rise to sort of martial power um, pre-World War I through World War II. And he spent, I spent 15 minutes on my walk today, him talking through what America did um, mm -hmm. when, when world, when after Pearl Harbor and talking about the internment camps yeah. and what we did and, and was, was describing um, how, you know, what the modern reaction to that has been looking backwards, but also wondering if, um, you know, he, he, what he was sort of hypothesizing if 9-11 had been a bit worse or if there had been more attacks after that, he was saying, how close were we to probably considering doing that again um, yeah. to, to people of, of the Islamic faith? And um, it's a really interesting question. I mean, that, and that's what he does in these podcasts. He sort of reframes issues in interesting ways. But he was saying, I don't know how far away we were actually from doing that. Um, yeah. So uh, really bizarre coincidence. It was just, it was fascinating hearing and, and individuals who served under him in Vietnam got up and spoke and told stories about how, you know, they credit Ted for their lives, that right. they're alive because of, because of his stewardship. And um, it was just, and he never spoke about that. Like that was not my relationship with him. Uh, the only time I ever really got a glimpse of like the military leader in Ted was Right after Timmy was born, we were trying to put up a zip line for Robbie in our front yard. And all the neighbors were over helping because it was quite the little project. And we just couldn't get it up. We just could not figure out like how high it had to be on one end versus how low it had to be on the other to get it to go. And we were just having trouble with the physics of it. 
And at that point, ALS had really taken his ability to ambulate, but he came over on his power scooter and looked at us and he said, I know how to do these. I used to put up zip lines all the time. I know what I'm doing. And he like directed us. And in 15 minutes, Robbie was zooming down the zip line. Cause he, he was like, put this here, you go over here, you do this, you do. And it was done. And he was right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, well, so I spent my mid mid afternoon, um, you know, live streaming the funeral. Um, and then, you know, cleaned around the house and played alphabet bingo. That was it. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Well, seems like a meaningful day. It was, I, I was got, I, I wish that I could have gone to the funeral, but I also know that she's going to need more support when all of this is over and we will definitely right. be there for that. You know, um, she had a lot of people there, um, and, and I just couldn't risk, I, I just right. can't risk getting the kids sick and I'm still really, really on alert with all of that and she understood that and i did think it was kind of neat though when she got up to speak she was wearing the mask that i made her so i thought that was oh, kind of neat yeah yeah cool so, um i did learn a little tidbit talking about interesting history go ahead um and and i don't so george washington i always grew up thinking that his false teeth were made of wood do you know what his Not false entirely. teeth were made of? Um, yeah, some. I just read this in a book. Um, so I know some of the teeth were taken from his own slaves. I did um, not know that. Yes. Yeah. My mind has been just blown. And then I read this article about how, like, historians and especially textbook historians who wrote the curriculums that, that kids have grown up with, that they've purposely kept that narrative away because they didn't want to interfere with the patriotic feel that's being developed in those formative years, they, that they felt like that would complicate it. Yes, well, then this is why and, people like- And my like... mind has just been blown because now I'm like, well, what else? What else don't I know? Well, well, so this is why I can say with great embarrassment and dismay that until like the last two weeks, I didn't know what Juneteenth was. I didn't know about the Tulsa massacre. There's lots of things that have been written out of American history because they're tough topics to talk about. And yeah, uh, and when the textbook is being textbooks are being written, you know, over decades by lots of white men. You kind of get the white man version of U.S. history, which exactly. is, you know, which is a a particular lens and certainly not a complete one. So I I need to broaden my horizons on on where I get my history and my my narratives because I want to do better. So, I'll, what podcast is it that that you recommended? Oh well, this one is just a historical one, and it's called Hardcore History. And but okay. like, and there's lots of topics, but most of it's um, the vast majority of what he does is ancient history. Um, okay. Not so much modern American. Um, I will say, I, I mean, it. Like I said, it's mortifying to me that I don't know these things. I found I only found out about the Tulsa massacre when I was listening to a sports podcast, and Steve Kerr, who's the coach of the Golden State Warriors who used to, um, used to be with uh, the San Antonio Spurs and Greg Popovich, 
who is a really renowned leader and very thoughtful guy. And, um, you know, he, he was mentioning on this podcast and obviously coaching the NBA team, lots of, lots of black players and mm-hmm. you know, has learned about this stuff through just contact with, uh, contact with his team over the years. And he was describing how he said, no one's heard of this in white America. Yeah. No one's heard of it. And then, you know, largely coincidentally, I think, I think this podcast actually came up in the context of the protests were starting post George Floyd and, um, just staggering. Yeah, I want to do better. So if any of our listeners have any reputable, strong, good resources for me to broaden my historical horizons, I'd be very interested in hearing them. Yeah, yeah. Please pass them on. All right. That's all I've got cool. today. Tomorrow's Father's Day. Are you excited? It is. I, no. <laughs> Sorry to be a downer. I just, I don't care that much. Um, looking forward to hanging out with the family tomorrow. And uh, do, what did you do for your dad? What do we do for my dad? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just call We'll do a video call with him at some point tomorrow. Wish him a happy father. Okay. You, you should send him pizza. He lives in nowhere, Connecticut. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to okay. do anything up there. Okay. All right. Yeah, good we'll, enough. we'll spend some time with them. Cool. All right. Good talking to you. You too, Peggy. Take care. Happy Saturday. Bye. Thanks. You too. We're stuck in our home.